This is Mike Zeller and I'm the founder of Symposium Mastermind and Founders Mastery Mastermind with Colin Wayne. And I want to let you know that if you want to learn how to level up and be successful through masterminds, then you should listen to my good friend Brandon Straza with the Mastermind Effect right now. Don't miss out. You love to learn, grow and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to the Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey everyone, today we've got Mike Zeller, founder of Symposium Mastermind. We get into how Mike's able to call his clients out in order to find their superpower. Mike talks about how we're moving back into the days of working through ourselves through self-education and how it's more important to believe it until you become it as opposed to fake it until you make it. Check it out. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show where you know I believe the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. And today, to help us do that, we have got the founder of Symposium Mastermind, Mike Zeller. Mike, welcome to the show. How's it going, man? Brandon, it's great, man. So glad to connect with you as always. And it's, uh, you know, that's, that's what I live for, uh, is, is connecting with other high-level achievers that want to make a dent in the universe. Yeah, absolutely. And when, when the listeners out there realize all the unbelievable nuggets that you're dropping today and the value that you bring, Where's the best place for them to connect either personally or through social and reach out to you? Social Michael R. Zeller on Instagram is terrific, as well as uh, Michael Zeller on Facebook and Instagram, I mean, at LinkedIn. And then MikeZeller.com, you'll find me there. And then um, eventually have my own YouTube show as well uh, early next year. And my first book, Twice Born, How a Crisis Can Remake You, is coming out before long as well. So can't wait. Well, and I have a feeling maybe we might talk about that today. So all everything you just said right there will be in the show notes will be in the blog that we do for it so check it out and definitely connect with mike so let's just dive into it the availability to learn and access people has drastically changed in my opinion over the last five ten years when you and i were younger it was textbooks and teachers then it's family friends our coworkers, you know the people around us but that's really the reality is it's like a sliver of what's possible how has your learning changed from your early years versus today? You know, early years, I read a lot of books. I would say today, the m- main difference I've found the fastest growth for me has really truly come from mastermind retreats. In-person weekends, you know, I've invested over half a million dollars in my own personal growth and development, largely through Tony Robbins' mastermind, Dan Sullivan's strategic coach, Peter Diamandis's mastermind, all these retreats have like exponentially opened up doors for me relationally and shifted my identity faster, like helped me tap into more of that untapped potential. Books are great. Like I read a book a week, but it's like a nice incremental progress of, of daily reinforcement versus masterminds. It's like a, you get a fire hose of transformation in a single weekend. And uh, that's why I love them. And that's why I love seeing like, you know, I have had people go from their business being on the brink of extinction or some traumas that they've struggled with for 10 years to releasing those type things in a single weekend and having, you know, we had one client that in, in May, she was 
about to slide into a depression as a high achiever, 29 year old in New York City. And, and through the mastermind and through my Claim Your Power uh, NLP session, she reversed that. And in 45 days, she went from just totally stagnant and stuck to closing the next month. That was in May. So in July, she closed almost $12 million worth of business in her B2B venture that she's, she's head of sales. So she crushed it. Like, and she's already hit 400% of her quota this year. Yeah. I would have to say she's probably, like you said, she's head of her sales and there's the reason why. And that, that is the power. And we're going to get more into, you know, what people can expect from your mastermind or your NLP course. And, and that's the amazing thing when you surround yourself with those retreats, with those mas- those getaway masterminds, you're taking that collective knowledge and you're putting it in a bowl and you're, you're, you're able to select and pick like other people's experiences. I mean, that's why I started the show. You know, it's, you, we learn from other people. Exactly. This is self-education through masterminds and the, and these, these, these weekends, that's how it, how it gets done. So we have a lot of ways of learning and taking in information, like almost too much. It's almost, you know, it's overwhelming. Some people, they use accountability buddies, masterminds, online courses, coaching, lots of ways, obviously, to learn. And you mentioned a few people, pretty big names there, Tony Robbins, who you had worked, I don't, the amount of hours that you worked with Tony Robbins is, is pretty big. And uh, Peter, and I hope I don't mispronounce his name, Peter Demiandis, you know, his mastermind. So some pretty big names right there that are very well known. Who are you currently learning from and how did you find them? Dan Miller is, uh, he's wrote 48 Days, The Work You Love. And, you know, I've known of him and actually met him and bought some of his material like 12 years ago. And then just circled back, we ran into each other at a um, Morgan James book publishing event. And uh, so connected there. And then I needed like a good, healthy, kind of stable group just because this year was a massive like foundation shifting, rebooting year for me. And so it's been a perfect, perfect segue into a massive growth year next year. Nice. Yeah, that's the amazing thing. I mean, 12 years ago, you're buying something from him, don't know who he is. Mm -hmm. And you're able to hold on to that knowledge. And 12 years later, now you're working with him and the people that he's surrounding himself with. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. Yeah. So a lot of people, they get stuck and they don't know how to execute what's in their head. We're still going through a pandemic. And to me, it's causing a reset in how we can accomplish things. How have masterminds helped you when you're looking to reset yourself and get unstuck? Great question. It's leading masterminds and actual real non-virtual in-person retreats during the middle of this pandemic has been interesting in the sense of, you know, you have more than your share of adaptations and pivots that you have to make, but... What I've found is like people are craving community and they need the energy and they need to be reminded that the world isn't as scary as Fox News or CNN or whatever the latest headline on or latest share, you know, viral share on Facebook is or the, you know, whatever conspiracy theory that is talking about uh, our world is going to crumble into chaos and discord because of uh, whoever is elected or not elected. And masterminds kind of, for me, the retreats have grounded me and people, the members that have uh, attended where they, they experienced massive shifts in that weekend because it's an immersive, there's an energy transfer. You know, it's like you get in a room and this person's bouncing off of you and this, and you're bouncing off of them and you start accelerating and it like pings 
It's like that that ping pong match where these two all stars are just boom, 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 boom. You know, just popping it back and forth, and that's that's what I've seen. Is is like we need it. We need community. Like you know, it should really be called. Someone posted the other day. It should be called physical distancing, not social distancing, because we need social connection more than ever in the midst of fear, uncertainty, chaos, transition. It's not a time for social distancing in reality, but we've in reality isolated ourselves and it's leading to massive anxiety and mental health issues for many people. Yeah. And the the mental health issue thing has always been out there, but it's coming a little more to the forefront to where it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to sit there and say, I need help. And I think that's a great thing that is, is, is slowly being unrolled. I'd like it to be faster, but again, you know, go back to listening to the Foxes, the CNNs, whoever it is, they're there to throw a headline out to grab your attention and make you say, wait a minute and stop. They want you to stop the scroll. And it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, whoever wins that election, we're still responsible for our own success and what, what you're doing and what you're building over there. So that's so true. Yeah, t- taking personal responsibility is is massive of controlling your mindset, your energy, your intentionality, your focus, you know, protecting ourselves from the the ridiculousness of the news cycle right now is, is, you know, I limit my social media apps on my phone to 35 minutes a day. I limit my, you know, TV, I, heck, I don't even have live TV. You know, I'm watch, I'm very careful and I've noticed my wife, she, she, got into the politics for a little bit and she, her, her joy just gradually got sapped away and she became more and more afraid. And so we kind of put a limit on <laughs> how much time she can spend on the news. Um, and it's brought her back to, you know, more joy. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, we're limiting our children. So we should probably maybe think about limiting ourselves and what is actually productive action versus unproductive watching. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Masterminds, they've been around for a long time, probably since the apostles to Benjamin Franklin when he created the Leather Apron Club. And then Napoleon Hill writes the book. So why do you feel there has been this large boom in self-education and where do you see it going? Self-education versus standardized education. Where do you see that paradigm shift happening going forward? Yeah, I think our culture, we're going to go deeper into the self-education channel. You can feel it happening. People are craving more of that. And it's also, you know, your mind is more activated when you're more engaged and it's, we're more engaged when we're self-directed, when it's something we genuinely have curiosity. And we also have a much deeper understanding of multiple intelligences and our own respective uniqueness and differences than we did you know, it's, it's not a focus on standardized testing as, or a standardized execution and standardized knowledge because in the industrial age, which were past, everyone wanted to, like you needed to create clones of another person because you needed, you know, X thousand factory workers. You needed X thousand middle, you know, middle management. You needed X thousand, you know, VPs and X thousand assembly workers, uh, like that's that's shifting with the economy is dramatically morphing and it's more of a gig economy it's more of an entrepreneurial economy which is more of our roots like before the industrial revolution the late 1800s and early 1900s uh, most everyone worked for themselves in some capacity i mean like farming and all that like people were working for themselves and not part of this giant corporation so that's all shifting 
think mostly for the positive, but it, it's re-educating our culture and we have to let go of some of the old paradigms. It's a beautiful place to be if you're an entrepreneur. Yeah, it, it really is. It really is just, it's the time to thrive and think differently. It's not about thinking outside the box because you don't have to live in a box. It's just doing things the way that we see best to solve a problem. So typically when someone invests in their future, they have a better than vague idea what they're going to get. They're able to have an expectation of what the outcome could be if they take the action and implement that based off of what you and the people around you are doing. What should people expect when they enter Mike's reality? Great question. Um, when someone enters my reality, I'm going to call them out to their highest standard. Like I'm going to help shake them. It's almost like I, I like to grab people and shake them to their to their core to get reminded of who they are. Even my wife, you know, when we met, she was a nanny and she had put away, she just wanted to homeschool her siblings. And then I read some of her writing, I heard some of her music and I was like, woman, you are like a world-class artist. Uh, and I have like 20 plus best-selling author friends. And I was like, you've got something here. Why are you neglecting that? Why are you neglecting your music? And then sure enough, you know, a couple of years in our relationship, she does a Kickstarter with her, gets her music back off the ground, dust, dust that off. She's finished a poetry book. She's almost done with her novel. Uh, she's helped me write two books this year. So she's, she's a badass as a writer. And one of her songs, I mean, I've had Grammy Award nominated uh, musicians that I'm friends with listen to her, one of her songs and just be blown away. So my uh, another client, Kristen Boss, she was a, a hairstylist for about 15 years, like high end hairstylist, but making, you know, nice low six figures. Um, but she knew she was supposed to be a coach and a mentor and build a platform. Yeah, I get working with her. She joins my fast track to success program. And then my six month uh, accelerator mastermind this year, she, she's on pace to do well over $500,000 in her, not even her first full year of coaching because she really went full time in March. So like she's cranking and it's, it's been a ton of fun to see people like her. Like I just help catalyze people towards their purpose, help them find their purpose. Their zone of genius, as we've talked about, your natural pathway for building both wealth and fulfillment. And, um, you know, I feel like I've, I've kind of created a unique process. That's pretty amazing. So I'm having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. So it's, it sounds like you're helping them find their superpower. It's there, but you help them recognize and accept it because sometimes being able to ex accept your success or accept what you really are good at, it's difficult mm -hmm. for people. So, you know, kind of going into the area that you were just talking about, I feel that people have a way of surprising us, whether it's their willingness to learn, their drive, whatever it is. You put together pretty hand-selected rooms. Has anyone been to one of your masterminds or events other than the people that we've heard from so about so far that have surprised you because of that? And what was the outcome? In terms of people that have surprised me, I mean, I've had, I've had people that have done, you know, massive things, bigger things than me in business and entrepreneurship that have been part of the masterminds that have certainly spoken, a special guest. And what I've found is, is, I mean, when people get in an environment where they feel safe to be them, and, and as entrepreneurs, you're not trying, I mean, yeah, there is the high achiever paradox of where you're trying to impress uh, the external world. But you, when you also step in and you claim your power and you get healing, lots of times it's that deep inner healing 
on the inside that creates the transformation that unstucks you. You know, subconscious. I had one one client that was in the natural health space, or she's in the natural health space. In about three, four months in, we had worked on a lot of stuff, massive shifts. Then uh, she shared, she confessed that one of the biggest things that she had to work through was her stepdaughter had died like six or eight years ago uh, to leukemia. And she felt like, hey, if I can't keep her alive, how can I help anyone else? So that was a subconscious agreement that she had made with herself. And until that was released, I mean, she had literally, since the point her stepdaughter had passed away, her business had gradually just gone down and down and down and down and down. And until, I mean, it was to the point of near extinction, right? And, you know, she'd been in that business for 20 years and we released that in one session. She felt a release and a heaviness, just leave her in the next 24 to 48 hours. And then gradually she started building back up and getting her confidence back and getting hope back. But you don't really expect that when you, when you start like, Hey, then I'm helping release childhood traumas around, you know, relationship with their dad or around a loss of a loved one. But those things are real and in their emotional and energetic weights that we're carrying around. Yeah. And the loss of a child, you and I are both parents. Um, I've unfortunately seen it from a very close perspective that's amazing that you were able to help her after seven years, let something like that rest in order for her to be able to move on. So, I mean, that, that's, that touches people like you and I just, you know, being parents and, and how that can affect. So in our solo shows, we talk about success and what it takes to be successful, mentorship, experimentation, partnerships, willingness to fail, and then also willingness to be successful. What do you feel is a key ingredient when it comes to being successful? Well, fundamentally, to be successful in any industry in the entrepreneurship side, you've got to be in the right position, or at least a modestly right position, right? Meaning if I'm really freaking good at creative and graphic design, then maybe I'm a creative and graphic designer for a lead graphic designer in the right company that's growing and that has given me a chance to flourish. If I'm building an e-commerce store. I need to have the right offer for the right audience. Uh, You think of, you know, let's see, I have a friend that he just sent me a box. uh, It's called grillyourassoff.com. So he sent me a box of all these amazing seasonings. So he targets, you know, the barbecue, barbecue dad, right? Like he's targeting that guy that wants to just make kick-ass brisket and chicken and all these other delicious dishes. And he's got these amazing seasoning packets. So when you're targeting people, it's it's really, Hey, do I have any resistible offer? Am I targeting the right client? And does my messaging match my avatar? Am I playing out of my zone of genius? Like am I in my wheelhouse, my sweet, sweet spot, like people that do exceptionally well are in exceptionally right positions I've found. And then also is my money story aligned. I found like most people hit a ceiling that in their ceiling is often they might stay at the same income trajectory for a decade or for 15 years because that's just their money story. That's their comfort zone. That's their energetic sweet spot until like that law of physics, an object in motion stays in motion unless acted upon by an outside source. When that object comes in and disrupts the trajectory and real alters it, now that person has a chance to have a breakthrough. 
That's why I love masterminds, for example, or coaching as well, but especially masterminds. Now the whole trajectory is dramatically different. So I see that happen over and over and over again. Yeah, but you get those things dialed in, you have a real, in, in authority, established in authority. You know, if you're an expert brand like yourself, myself, I'm continually building the Yeah, building that, building the pillars of success, the pillars of authority. And sometimes it, it's partnering with someone that might have authority in an area and you're able to utilize their expertise in order to grow yours. You can have a symbiotic relationship, which is what people like you and I do a lot. We find a way to, to live in the same space and work together. So as we're coming close to the end, I feel that there's always new ideas brewing in times of prosperity. It's like so easy I may be a little too extreme on that, but it's a lot easier to be successful when things are good. But I think ingenuity and innovation happen when we feel the squeeze. And I think 2020, we're, we're feeling the squeeze. What are you working on right now that's going to take place over the next 12 months that excites you? And I've got a lot, to be honest. I've got a uh, best life yet challenge. I'm doing a big challenge in uh, starting in late December. They'll roll right into the new year to kick off the new year. Uh, I've got multiple masterminds just rolling my symposia and my founder's mastery. It's going to be epic. Uh, founder's mastery is my, you were talking about partnerships and collaboration. That's with Colin Wayne, who's got a nine figure e-commerce brand. So we, we help add multiple seven figures of revenue for e-commerce brands just by, you know, we've had guys that went from 8% in their email revenue to 30% in 35, 40 days. So let's see, but I'm mostly excited about books and mini books that I'm going to be creating uh, that are going to be just a ton of fun. I cannot wait to bring some of these to market. I've got one on, on your money story, one on Zone of Genius, another one that will be on Irresistible Offers. So I'm going to have a lot of fun with that. And then you get my YouTube show and podcasts off the ground as well. And is there a name for the uh, YouTube show? No, that's coming. So it's a, I'm just speaking it into existence. I got to get through the, the book editing and all that. And uh, then, then it's next. So Because you said speak it into existence, and I'm, I fully believe that, and I've learned that in the last few years, would you mind adding a little bit more to speaking something into existence and why that really does work? Yeah, it's, it's so vital. And, and my coaching, I often coach people about like uh, weak ass words, right? Like our words have power. So if we, if I say words like I'm going to try, or I would love to, or I hope to, or maybe those are all, they're limp, they're weak. There's no strength. There's no vitality. But if I say like, it's the, the word affirmation like you've tony robbins popularized affirmations but he's not the first uh, napoleon hill talked about it as well but when to affirm means to make firm so when we're constantly proclaiming and speaking and sharing with the world what we are going to create with ourselves with god with our spouse whoever and brings it into existence and on the quantum physics level it actually there's a magnetism like there, it, it, you know, Jesus said, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can move mountains. And that's why Paul Paul said, hey, what, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And on the quantum physics level, science, I remember as a 19-year-old freshman in college, I read this in this physics journal about quantum physics, about these scientists that had found 
that in New York City, one of these guys would be looking at like a quark in a super high-powered microscope. And then he'd be talking and connecting with his buddy in San Francisco that's looking at another super high-powered microscope. And they were testing to see if by the power of thought, they could send that quark from New York City to San Francisco. And they found it would happen. And it was stunning. Wow. I appreciate you sharing that with us because I picked up on what you said there. I've, I've talked about that in the podcast on the solo shows. And it really, it really is amazing just speaking things into existence. All right. You've given us so many things today, but what is one last tip, tactic, or actionable item that if someone actually listened to that and implemented it over the next 30, 60, 90 days would see a real impact on their personal or business life? Being super careful about what you speak. You know, worry is praying for what you don't want. Speak over your life what you do want over and over and over. Reinforce it. Even if it feels like it's not happening yet, eventually it's like, you know, it's not fake it until you make it. It's believe it until you become it. And I've seen that happen over and over in, in my mastermind clients, my VIP clients. And then I've got a 22, 22 mindset keys uh, to phenomenal, powerful mindset, a little PDF that I'll give you as well for a download, totally free download. Get that. And it just goes through 22 simple principles that you can apply to your life elevate and transform your mindset on a consistent basis. Yeah. And if you wouldn't mind, share that with us. I'll put that, I'll have the editors put it in the show notes so other people can have access to it. And I had to sit there and write it down because I'll listen to this later on the night, but believe it until you become it as opposed to fake it until you make it. I mean, how powerful is that? And how simple is that? I, I love, I love how we ended that. We've got Mike Zeller, founder of Symposium Mastermind. Mike, I appreciate your time and everything that you shared with us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Brandon. Thanks, Mike. Thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing The Mastermind Effect.